Have you ever wondered what it's really like to buy your first home? Let's find out on the very first Real Buyer Bonus episode. Hey, what's happening, everybody? It's David Sedoni on the How to Buy a Home podcast. I am David Sedoni, the How to Buy a Home guy. I'm a realtor with EXP Realty here in Southern California, and this is the very first, and I'm finding out pretty much the only podcast out there telling you the truth, letting you first-time buyers know what's really going down. We did a whole lot of exposure in the first few episodes about why you need to get some information, and now I'm finding out more and more as I'm researching and hearing back from all of you guys out there that I need to make a whole bunch more podcasts because nobody's telling you what's going on and no one's helping you out because no one cares because you don't bring in the big bucks so they don't care about you and they hand you to the new agents and the rookie agents. And I'm finding out this is truer and truer the more that I do this podcast. And that's because you guys and your feedback as well as talking to other people out there. So this is a, a real buyer bonus episode. This is a real story that happened to me today because I am a real buyer agent. I work with buyers and I work with sellers, but I work a lot with first-time buyers because they make me happy because I love being able to give people what they're not getting. And I also love being able to give this to you. Quick shout out, Katrina in LA checked in with me, got her hooked up. Boom. She sent me an email from the podcast, had some questions for me, answered her questions and uh, got her in touch with a lender as well as a really awesome agent that I know that works up in LA and she's on her way to buying her first house. Once again, props to Jacqueline in Denver, the very first closed first-time buyer from my little podcast. I cannot believe it. This is amazing. You guys, it's blowing up. And something that's really cool, I'm finding out it's not only first-time buyers, it's first and second-time buyers. Because uh, I got my gal, Gabby, who sent me an email. I sent it back. We haven't had a chance to talk, but she hasn't bought a home in a long time. And they went and they talked to realtors, and guess what? She felt like she didn't trust them. They were concerned. And then she happened to come upon my podcast and heard me speaking the truth and trying to let you guys know what's going on and help you and give you the advice and the professional expertise that you deserve. And she wrote me an email and they bought a home a long time ago. She's got to sell a home and then move to Tampa, but she has no clue how it's going to work out. So we're here to help. So today we're going to do a quick real buyer bonus episode. Eventually, I'm going to figure out how to say that. It's the real buyer bonus episode. This is a real story that happened today, and I'm not going to change the names to protect the innocent, mostly because I listen to the podcast, and it's going to embarrass the hell out of them, and that makes me happy. So I got a couple first-time buyers today, Matt and Brandy, and they are awesome. I'm talking seriously awesome. Like, if I could, I probably would hire Brandy because she's so incredibly organized. As a matter of fact, I might hire her. She doesn't know that yet. She's probably finding out here on the podcast, but she's got maps. She's got charts. She's got lists. She's got questions. And you know what that means? I love it. If your agent is confused and befuddled and confounded by your questions, then your agent doesn't have the answers. And it's time to go back and listen to my how to interview your buyer's agent. Because remember, it's free. You can pick whoever you want. Would you like LeBron James or would you like the old guy at the YMCA? That's right. Anybody that you want, that's your prerogative. Now, Matt and Brandy, today was kind of, it was the big day. And that's why I thought it was, this would be a good real story for you. 
I've got tons of stories about their offer, multiple offer situation. We wrote the right offer. We did all the right things. That's how we got the deal. But today we got into the final, final pieces. And this is what the real buyer bonus episode is all about. The one thing that you have to do is to remember to see the forest for the trees. I still don't really quite understand that saying, but it means you got to see the big picture. So what was going on was we were in a bidding war for this house. It was originally at (gasps) $479,000. I know that's a first time buyer house in Southern California. And it's not just like that here. If you're listening to me in some of those other high priced areas, if you're in a big city, if you're in New York or San Francisco, or you know what, even if you're in like some of the mid-level cities in the country, you know, there are parts of Cleveland that are really cheap, but parts of downtown that are expensive. Same thing with Austin, Texas. It's been booming. And there are a lot of places where the average, you know, the, the nationwide, the average sales price is somewhere in the 200s. But there are places where first-time buyers are looking at three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000 for a house. And there are places where it's more expensive than where we are here. And that's why you guys need to hear these fun stories. So here we are getting this story today. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. We're getting ready to remove contingencies. We'll remove the conditions if you're up in uh, Canada. Hello, A. Oh, Canada. So what you might find is that when you get to that point, you're going to be arguing about hundreds of dollars when just two and a half, three weeks ago, we were talking about tens of thousands of dollars. So this is why I love Matt and Brandy. Number one, they had questions all the way along. As a matter of fact, at the very beginning of our relationship, they interviewed me, which I highly recommend, and they have no idea how much I respect them for that. They were even thinking about going to the, using one of those internet realtors instead of me. Thank goodness that they didn't, because there's no way they ever would have got this house, and that's not me talking, that's them. But also, because I really like them, and they deserve this house, and it's awesome for them. They weren't even shopping. That's the best part. They were not even really shopping when we went to go. We were just starting to look and this house popped up and they were like, oh God, I don't know, man. Here we are. We we said we were going to take our time. You know, I could see them start to panic. Brandy was probably starting to sweat inside a little bit, but yeah, it ended up being the right house for them. So today, something that I want everyone to understand from this deal, we got to the point today where the sellers were saying, I don't care what your inspector says. We had the city come out and check out our house and they said it was okay. So there's no way that the electricity isn't correct. Now, that could be true. But what really should be happening there is they should realize we're the buyers. We hired an inspector. The inspector said this isn't working. And we assume that the inspector's right, not you just telling us a story. But here's the big lesson. There's a term in business called a one-off. That's somebody who's, you know, a lot of times they use that term when they're talking about just a single store, not a franchise, just, but what's interesting here is you've got one person selling one item and then the entire deal is done. The business is closed, the door shut, and there's no more transaction ever. So there's no manager to complain to. You can't write to corporate. You can't tweet to corporate and hope to get a year's supply of free tacos or something like that. No, there's no one to talk to. If this one person decides to be a complete jackass during the deal, oh, well, that's what they did. And that's how it's going to go down. And the other thing about it is 
you're also dealing with an agent. Yes, they have, they get unethical. They do have, most of the time have a broker to report to, unless they're the broker themselves and then you have to just sue them. But you're also dealing with an agent who can be a complete imbecile and screw up the whole deal. I cannot begin to tell you how many times in my career I have had to eat crow and even though I'm talking to a complete imbecile who's totally ruining and screwing up the deal, I have to say, wow, boy, that's great. You know, that was a really good point. I think that's really going to help our buyers and sellers see eye to eye here. And that's what a good agent is going to do. No ego out the door because the bottom line is if the people want the house, that's what you do. So today after bidding up and getting a bidding war where we were tens and thousands of dollars over the list price, over what they're originally anticipating to pay, a $300 door stood between us and removing those contingencies or conditions and moving forward. That was it. That was it. And thank goodness that Matt and Brandy just said, you know what? If these fastidious, fuddy-duddy little old folks and their agent who's a buddy with them and plays canasta with them, and I have no problem talking trash because I guarantee you she's not going to listen to this podcast or know what a podcast is. And if she does, I'll tell her herself. And I'm filming this, so I'll look right in the camera. Hi, D. You're selling your friend's house. You only sell about four or five homes a year. And yet you say you've been in the business for a long time and you act like that means that you're experienced. It's not. And you're not doing your sellers any service. And you're lucky that my folks were excited about this house and are going to put those things to pass. Now, in the future, I'm sure there's going to be some deals that are not going to happen. Because if each agent isn't explaining to the people that they're representing what should and shouldn't be happening, we run into a problem. Fortunately, Matt and Brandy were very willing to listen and understand as I talked to them. And when we got to this point today, they saw the big picture. So the big lesson is be ready to see the big picture because you're going to have that first negotiation, be all excited, and then the nickel and diming starts for the request for repairs and the appraisal. Now, those of you guys out there who are some of my podcast listeners that I love that are five, three years away, and you're all excited about this, and you listen to this episode, you're probably even more scared and more pissed off about doing this than you were when you listened in the first time. Well, just remember this. It's going to be the first of the month pretty soon, and you're going to have to write a big fat check, and you're going to get a big old nothing for it. So eventually, you go through this heartache once, you pull off the Band-Aid, and you get the house. And this could be a million times worse if you're not working with an experienced agent. I am not saying there are not great agents out there. And in some parts of the country, there are agents that do work with a lot of first-time buyers who have a lot of experience and are very good. But if you're in a high market area and you've got a bunch of, gosh, I really want to say a word, but I'm trying to keep this podcast clean. A bunch of those idiots who are just full of themselves, narcissistic Instagram wannabes. Want to have some fun? Instagram, like realtors of Instagram. And I'm not kidding. And they make a ton of money. And they're all plastic. Gosh, bless them. But there are a lot of people out there that do a great job, but there are a lot of people, especially in the higher priced areas, if you're thinking you're going to have to do a condo first and do a stepping stone, 
don't hire your uncle, your friend, your cousin, or the person you met at open house because you guys just totally clicked because that person may have not done a lot of deals and it can cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars and potentially lose you your dream home. Now, there's a guy that uh, I listen to all the time who's a big entrepreneur named Gary Vee and he always says, hey, people say I say the same thing over and over again, but you know what? It's because I'm right. Well, I have a million other things I can tell you about buying a house, but you notice I do say one thing over and over again. And it sounds very narcissistic and I'm not saying it because I'm right. I'm saying it because I've learned this and I am so bummed that no one's telling you this and it's time that you heard it and you understood. So be ready. Realize that a home is a one-off purchase. Realize that you're dealing with a seller who is never going to have to deal with you again and doesn't care and you're, doesn't give a damn if you're going to give them five stars on Yelp because they're just in it for them. And a lot of times the other real estate agent might be too. And just know your tipping point. Go into it and say, okay, I'm going to bend to here and be ready to because you can't go to the back and complain to the manager and, you know, get free tailoring on that dress because the sales lady was nasty. Doesn't work like that. Well, that's my first ever real buyer bonus episode. That's a real story that happened today. And that was my fun time at Starbucks. And oh, that reminds me, this episode is also brought to you by Ruckpack. I saw Ruckpack on Shark Tank the other night and I bought some. And that is why I'm so fired up. It's an energy drink that was actually made by a dude who is a Marine. And this is a totally not a real sponsor at all. I just had my first one earlier today and I'm fired up. Woo! Yeah, this is a real a Marine. He invented an energy drink that doesn't have any caffeine in it. It's all natural. And it, it says natural caffeine, which I don't know what that means. But at the speed I'm talking right now, it could be something kind of crazy. But the idea was a ruck pack is the big backpack they carry on the back and it's only essentials you can carry on there because you might be out for five or seven days and they had to find some nutritional supplement that they could take that would give them energy, but they couldn't, wouldn't crash. And also, you know, like he says, if a sniper's got to sit there with his finger on the trigger, he can't have the jitters or be crashing. That's me. Yeah. I listen to a lot of heavy duty business stuff, but every once in a while I like the, uh, I like my business wrapped in a nice produced goofy plastic shell like Shark Tank. But I found Ruck Pack, so that was pretty cool. Huge tangent. Oh, there's another podcaster I listen to who always says, Squirrel. And he stole that from me because at my old office, we used to have a squirrel list. I used to tell my assistant, Squirrel, and she would write stuff down. And it wasn't until like six months later she told me, Yeah, David, I have a squirrel list because you're insane. Thanks so much. If you guys got any value out of this, subscribe. If you're listening, subscribe. You'll find out right away. I am going to do these Real Buyer bonus episodes because they're a lot of fun. Check me out on Instagram. I've seen some more people coming in and checking me out on Instagram. Thank you so much. And the YouTube page is up and popping. But most importantly, if you want to know anything about buying your first home and you want to find out where all this stuff is, just go to davidsedoni.com. This is me. This is my mission. I'm a little man, 13 episodes in right now trying to change the world. It's 2019. Hopefully by 2020, I will have changed the entire real estate industry. And I'm not kidding. And if you think this is a joke, then just know I bought like a 24 pack of this ruck pack stuff. So I'm not stopping. Thanks so much. Go to davidsedoni.com. You can find all the episodes and all the show notes, everything transcribed. If you're a reader, you can listen to it from your computer and tell all your friends about this. Tell your renters they don't have to be renters. 
If anyone's thinking about buying a house anytime in the future, listen to the podcast. I've got more tips coming and I am going to give you my list of real mistakes that buyers make, but it's not going to be five and it's not going to be cute because so far I think my list is up to like 46, but I'll give you all that stuff in future episodes. Thank you so much. Have an awesome, awesome rest of your day or evening. I don't know when you listen to this. Boy, this ruckback is doing number on me. You guys have a good one. And as always, remember, you can do this. See you next time.